Hello, welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams, and today I have a content creating genius on my hands. She just hit 50K on Instagram. Africa, Afbe like, how you doing today? I'm good. I love how everybody's like, you at 50K, and I'm like, I'm like 500 away, but okay. Yeah. Well, well, well when this up? drops, you're gonna be at 5K. Round up, yeah, we yeah, round we'll, up. yeah. I love it. No, because because I, I honestly know when this drops, you're gonna be at 5K. So I'm just speaking it as present time because I can't say you're close. It's all reaching already, so you, you got it. You, you got know it. what? Speak that over my life. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm gonna be there by the time this drops. I'll take it. Yeah. That's that's what's <laughs> up. But how are you doing today? I'm good. To I'm good. I cannot complain. How are you doing today? <laughs> Listen, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I have you on my show. I've been waiting to contact you. I've been thinking about you like for the longest. I'm like, gotta hit the perfect time. And I was like, all right, she's about to hit 5K, 500K. I mean, 50K, I said 500K. Hey, 50K. I'll take that too. <laughs> Whatever works. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, but right now you are at 50K. Basically, I'm looking at you as a genius. But I just want to know how did you start? What made you say, I'm gonna be a content creator? Um, so honestly, I never thought about it. It's like being a content creator, Donna's Recipe came out and I initially had reached out to the co-founder, Gina Woods. And I'm like, hey, do y'all have a brand ambassador program? And she was like, not quite. Like we're, we're just now getting the business up and going. And I said, well, okay, I'm gonna make some content for their products anyway. And I would, and I started out doing like hair tutorials and people would thank me and oh my gosh, I needed this. And I did it really on protective styles. Um, and people were so appreciative. And I was like, hmm, people kind of rock with me a little bit. I think I'll keep doing this. And I kept doing it. And then it became me doing um, voiceovers, which I have mastered. <laughs> I don't know how, but I have mastered doing voiceovers. And then those started going crazy. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to dance a little bit. So then I got a couple of reels while I'm dancing. And people love to see that too. But then people also see the motivational stuff also. And I was like, oh, people kind of rock with me in a good way. So I'm going to keep doing this because it works. And that's just kind of how it went. I've been at it for, as soon as Instagram allowed people to start making reels, I started making reels. So that was like, what, two or three years ago. And I started and my first reel I ever did got like 21 views. And I was like, this is going to be rough. <laughs> but here I am. So I'm glad I kept going. I'm glad I kept pushing. Okay, that's cool. So so go, take us back. What actually is Donna Recipe? I've I've never heard of it. What is it and what made you say, I want to make videos for this company? So Donna's Recipe is a black woman-owned hair company um, that really does create products that caters to all types of hair. And it is founded by Gina Woods and co-founded by Tabitha Brown. And so, um, of course, I love me some Tabitha Brown. I love my Auntie Tab. Um, anything that deals with her, I'm in it, right? And so when that dropped, I was like, okay, I'm gonna give them a shot. But even after using the products and I saw they really worked, I'm like, oh, and black women did this? I'm gonna do my best to help push this. And that's exactly um, where it came from. It's it's still very prominent. Um, it hit shelves for Ulta last fall-ish. And next week it hits Target shelves too, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, oh. Donna's recipe is two years old. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an awesome wow. target, so. Well, that's cool. Well, did they ever contact you back and saying, okay, we got brand ambassadors now? Because you did it before they had it, and you were doing it for free. Um, I can't 
really remember how it happened. I was just in talks back and forth, like with Gina, like just keep me posted, keep me posted, keep me posted. There was a moment where she kind of told me they were going to pause on it for a little bit just so they can get business things in order. And then they did start the brand ambassador program. I was reached out to like, hey, apply, you know, um, myself and a few other young ladies that had already been making the content for Dollars Recipe without any kind of partnerships, any kind of brand ambassadorships. It was just us doing it because we wanted to. And they reached out and I was like, all right, great. I've been waiting for this moment. I'm going to do it. And then I did it. And they sent me the link and the codes and they said, you know, create. And I, I did it. <laughs> I, I just kept wow. But the, doc, the ambassador program probably came up. I think it was like maybe late summer last year. And of course, it was the first thing I asked about as soon as Donna's recipe dropped <laughs> two years ago. So um, I, I just had to wait my time. I had to wait my turn. Okay. I'm glad I did. So, so speak, so speak more about the your your history of how did you know that Brown? How, how did you know you wanted to be a brand ambassador? Yes, you wanted to support the people, support the company, but how did you know that that was an opportunity to even do that? Because I've never, I've known about it now, but back then, two years ago, I didn't know too much information about brand ambassadors. Yeah. Um. What pushed me, honestly, my oldest brother. He's a techie. He's he's always been a techie. That's where we're a lot of like we're just head over heels and technology, love of technology and social media and all things that are involved in it and he had asked me he was like hey they got a brand ambassadorship program and i'm like i don't even know what that is but i'll ask and so i did and that's when gina initially told me like no not yet we're getting there um and yeah i i didn't i didn't really know how to address it i didn't really know how to approach it um i just kind of knew it was something that would work and then when the products really worked and people were hitting me up and saying hey i'm ordering this I'm like, wait a minute now. If that's the case, then why not see what I can do to try to, you know, make a little little commission would be all right. And so I, I still kept in touch with the Donna's Recipe Instagram page. Um, hey, just want to let y'all know I'm still interested. I did do that probably like every few months. Send a little message. I'm still interested. I'm still interested. Just so they knew. I stayed on their radars. Um, whenever they would post things, I was liking it. I was commenting. I was sharing it. Tagging Tabitha Brown. Tagging Gina. Tagging Donna. Whoever I could. I was trying to make sure I stayed in their IV um, for whatever reason. And I'm like, if it works and it does, and if it doesn't, I understand too, because at the end of the day, the hair growth oil does make my hair grow. So I'm gonna win one way or the other. Either I'm gonna have a luscious fro and be an brand ambassador, or my hair is just gonna be luxurious and we gonna still be good to go. Like I, there wasn't an ill I could take there in my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. No, I, no, I love that. I love the consistency as well. But how, like for me, if I'm doing the after three posts, I comment and likes and they don't respond in, I'm like, all right, forget y'all. You know, so, well, well, why'd you say keep going? Um, I understood algorithms before Instagram's algorithm became really what it was. And I knew like, even though it might not hit right now, it might hit later. And even if my 21 viewers, even if just one of them is Donna's recipe, I've done my job because they've seen me. Or even if just two people comment and say, hey, I needed this. I don't care if I've impacted 100,000 people or if I've just impacted two. For people to say, hey, what you did, I needed, that was really enough for me to just keep going. I was like, oh, people find value in what I say or what I think or what I feel or what I recommend. I'm going to keep doing this. And then it went from doing it just for Donna's recipe to I'm going to show y'all what I got from Target. So I'm going to show y'all what I did here. I'm going to show y'all how I did this. Ooh, let me try something funny. I just kept going. Um, people try to tell you on social media, you have to find a niche. And what I've learned is when people are multi-talented, they may not find that niche. And I don't think they should have to just to become an influencer or to get the views or the likes or anything. Um, 
And so I just kind of got to a point where I promised myself, I'm not trying to find a niche. I'm just going to be me. And the people who rock with me going to rock. And the people who don't, hmm. doesn't mean that they don't. They still going to see this content. And they can choose whether or not, yeah. you know, they can choose when they're ready to rock. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. Now, now that, that's what I love. I love that you are always you. That's what I always see. I see you're being yourself. I see you got the dance moves now. I didn't even know you could dance. I was like, what's going on? I mean, you know, I was a whole cheerleading coach. I was also a cheerleader. So it makes sense. Okay. I danced in too. So. Okay. Okay. Well, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, yes. Fine. Okay. You didn't know. You didn't know. Things like yeah, I didn't know. I, education heavy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so how was that transition? Because are you still doing, are you still a cheerleader coach? I am not. I hung it up after okay. this last basketball season, but it was really because I got a promotion at my current job. I'm no longer in the front of the classroom. However, I am an education consultant, so I work on the back side of the classroom and I work with the systems and the processes and procedures to help schools run smoothly, to help districts run better. And so it serves a great purpose, but because I do travel so much, we travel almost every week with an exception of this moment during the summertime, which is why this is perfect. But like, we travel so much and it was hard for me to constantly coach to the girls, be dedicated, show up, be consistent. And I was missing practices because I had to travel from work. I literally felt bad. I felt like I was doing them a disservice and I, I was kind of being a hypocrite because I can't talk to them about dedication and I'm not there. I can expect them to always show up and give their 100% self when I'm coming in extremely late, fresh off a plane, but I'm at like 29% and I'm trying to operate. Um, so even though I'm, I'm going to miss it and I already do miss it, I had to be fair. And so I was like, okay. And I also would, I don't know how much trouble I'll get in if any of my coworkers see this. I would re I mean, I'm here now, right? I would rearrange my flights so that like, if I needed to get home to make it to practice or a game, I could get there. So even if that meant I'm pulling up to the football game and it's, it's the fourth quarter, three minutes, I, I did my best to get there. Um, which really just showed them how you you push through no matter what. And you, if you say you're going to show up, you show up. I was big on teaching them that and coaching them through that. So that's how I tried to show that. But I still felt bad. And so after this season, I said, I'm just going to kind of hang it up with some other reasons. Uh, I said, I, I think it's time for me to hang it up. And also be able to focus on work and really be able to step into this promotion that I got. I didn't want to, if my job saw that I was fit for the promotion, I need to step up and do the work. And nothing can get in the way of that, if that makes sense. Like, I need to I need to do what they're paying me to do. So mm -hmm. I got to be able to show up for work. So. Okay, I like that. And I mean, on this show, I've definitely had a lot of coaches on here about sports teams. Mm -hmm. So I just want to ask you this question. What have you learned being a leader of kids and inspiring them to do better about yourself? They watch everything you do. They watch everything you do. Um, I'm very careful with how I carry myself on social media. I'm very careful with how I carry myself in public because even though I no longer teach in this school system in Greensboro, I'm still in the area. And so at any moment, they can see me out and about. At any moment, I run into their parents. I, I have to make sure I stay on my P's and Q's. And it's not even about doing it for them more than it is. It holds me accountable to showing up the way I should into to acting the way I should. And I know people be like, well, what's that supposed to mean? It's supposed to mean I'm doing what I need to do. Um, Cause I know I got little people watching me and they, they watch, they listen. A lot of my girls follow my social media pages. And so I can't be that coach. that's like, Hey, watch what you're putting on social media. And then I'm out here doing the exact opposite of what I've said to them. Cause then they like, well, coach fails, you do it. And you know, the way these kids are, what is a child's place? It doesn't exist. So they, they feel like if you're doing it, I can do it too. And I'm like, well, baby, I'm 31 and you're 13. It's a difference. But they don't get that all the time. 
but yeah, they, they watch everything you do. So you really have to, you got to be about what you preach about and you can't half step because at any moment you get caught slipping. They like, wait a minute, but you said, and I don't want that to be the case. So no, I, I like that. And all your content is definitely fire. I can share it to anybody. It's not like, wait a minute, she posted this crazy thing. Let me keep scrolling. So, so it's definitely, it's, it's definitely pretty good. Um, but I just want to go back into your content because you did say you start off put it, posting about your hair. So me, my hair is long now. It's I definitely know. been going through. <laughs> it's definitely been going through a lot, like to try to get it to this. Even now, it looks. It's not perfect, but it That's might look right. perfect. But it's not it's perfect. I, I appreciate it, but um, what was that confidence in you with just being able to post your hair journey, uh, posting that you know your hair got shorter and like you had to cut your hair? I, I know a lot of lots of your content, you had to cut your hair, it grew out, that was going good. You got to cut it again. Now you're doing this. Like like talk about your your hair journey. Um, I learned really quickly that when it comes to social media, people truly appreciate authentic content and transparent content. I am like, listen. If I'm using these honest recipe products, for instance, I need to show them what I'm using it on. And in the moment when I started using them, I was having some stress that was popping off. I had like a bald spot the size of a 50 cent coin piece in the top of my head. And what better way to show people show people products work than to actually show them that they work, right? It took me having to be okay with any kind of judgment that came or whatever the case was. But I'll be completely honest. I've never been ashamed of anything that happens with my hair. Um all my life, people were like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. I love it. Even when I was a kid, my mom did a great job taking care of my hair. My dad, did, my dad did an even better job making sure I knew like, hey, your hair in its natural state is beautiful and it doesn't have to be straight and it doesn't have to be pressed. And if people can't accept it, then that's on them. But that's how God made you. So X, Y, and Z. And they, they pushed that in me. And even when I got older, I'm like, it's like okay, then I'm, I'm around with it. You know, God gave me this great, great hair, a good you know, amount of it too with that. It's a whole lot of it. You don't look like it all the time, but it is. Um, and then women can relate to that. Everybody's had those moments where they got their hair colored or they got a botched haircut or they got that protective style and they cut a piece out and end up cutting their hair off like I did. People can relate to stuff like that because they've been to it. And I really wanted to make sure I don't want to have to wake up every morning and act like an influencer. I want to wake up every morning and create content that's relatable and that's real. And when you see it, you like, she been through that before or she knows what she's talking about. I didn't want it to be another thing. I do feel like some influencers, they put on these facades because who's who's really pressing record to get out of the bed? I'm not. But like people do it and that's on them and that's it's no judgment. But I that's not me. I, I just, I'll be honest. When I get out of bed, I'm in a robe and it's crust in my eyes. And that's what y'all going to see when I start this hair process on this wash day. It's no secrets. Yeah. Um, but I also appreciated it too, because and I need to take that approach because that's what I saw Tabitha Brown doing. I've followed her journey for a really long time. And one thing I've always said is I appreciate how authentic and how real she has been. And you can feel it. People can feel when it's real and people can feel when it's not. And so a part of that, a part of me, if I'm saying I'm going to be an influencer, a part of it is all the, the, the things I've gone through with my hair. It's been red. It's been blonde. It's been burgundy. It's been orange. It's been all these things, the color, you know, grew out and I had breakage. Um, I stressed out, wore too many protective styles, had to cut my hair off and start over. It's a real thing. And it's also showing people it's okay. It's okay to start over. We mess up. Mm -hmm. I mean. No, I love that. I, yeah. lo I, lo I love that. I love your answer. <laughs> um, so I do, I do have a question. So right now you are working with Donna Recipes. Have you ever thought about building something of your own with your hair? Because you do a lot of things. No, I mean, yes and no. Um, okay. That's why I become like a little lazy with it. <laughs> I'll pay okay. for the convenience of oil being made if I don't have to do it. 
Um, mm. <laughs> but I haven't really. No. No. I, I, no? I don't think okay. I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a chemist so that I could make hair products. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not a chemist. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of lost that dream, I guess. Um, but I'm, I'm good just, you know, supporting the brand itself or supporting different brands in general. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm good with that. Hair, I want the social media thing to pop just off me being my authentic self. And then whatever is supposed to be for me to like really dive into, that's what I'm hoping I'm, I'm ready for when it, when it gets to me. So. Okay. So, so speak a little bit about your goals right now. You are at 50 K we speak it in existence, 50 K. Uh, what are your goals? Cause I know you also have, you start a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if I've seen too many posts on there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I, I know you also have, you also have a, go ahead, go explain, explain. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, um, I realize I love Instagram the most. I have TikTok too. I'm just more active on Instagram. I am, I started YouTube because I'm about to move. I'm moving into a new space. And so when I do that and I'm, I'm about to get myself some new equipment for vlogging and things of that nature, um, stepping into all of that, I just wanted to be thorough. I wanted to go ahead and get, get the, get the basics going and learn it more. One of my dear friends was like, Hey, you need to start doing YouTube shorts. And I'm like, what's that? I had no idea what it really was. And I had to look it up and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> the thing that my brother's been telling me to do for the last three months. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I have to start somewhere. And they're like, just literally take what you put on Instagram and put it on there. Like it, it'll do the, it'll do numbers. Like just do it. And I'm like, okay. Um, I'm still trying to learn YouTube. But the goal, honestly, it's funny because in my prayer book, my goal this year was to end the year with 10,000 followers, right? That that was my goal. I just wanted 10,000 followers. And I, I was hoping that at some point brands would want to work with me. Like that's, that's all it was. Yep. Knocking on 50K. And I'm like, whoa. And that came out of nowhere. Like I went to bed one night with 3,200 and woke up the next day with like 12. And I was like, wait, what? I mean, 32, 30, yeah, 3,200. Woke up the next day with 12,000. And I was like, wait, how'd that happen? And I had to go do some research because I did not know what was going on. Um, but the goal, because the goal was to not really ever be like a content creator, um, at this point, I really just hope to continue making real, relatable content for people I hope that when people see my page, they come to it, whether it's for a laugh, whether it's to get a recommendation for a fragrance or something that you don't need at Target, but maybe it needs you. Um, I hope that I'm able to continue doing that. And if that does come with brand deals and things of that nature, then Lord knows I'm open to it. I'm, I'm so here for it. I was never worried about the numbers, though, because um, even at 3,200, I was still making content. And before I hit 3,200, I was making content. It. I just did it because I enjoyed doing it and I, and I loved it. And I'm really grateful for the opportunities that have come from it. Um, and I just really hope that I can continue to grow my audience and that they know like, wow, Tabitha Brown's everybody's favorite auntie. Somebody told me yesterday, you like the internet's niece. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, cool. I can be that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I do want to land more brand deals. I know that for a fact. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And then one thing I have learned in trying to grow with brands, I've reached out to brands and they told me straight up, like my following wasn't enough. Some of these brands will sit out here and tell you, it's not about following. That's a lie. Um, they want to know that you have numbers. They want to know that you can really influence people, especially before they send you any kind of free product or before they cut a check. They want to know that when you put their product on your page, it's going to do something. Um, 
which also kind of helped me learn a difference between what a brand ambassador is and then what a brand influencer and partnership is because they're not the same at all. Um, I'm, I'm really just, I'm hoping for, it's going to sound so cliche, whatever God wants for me. Because the goal was to never even really be a social media influencer. I just wanted to make content people could relate to. And it just so happens that the numbers started doing their thing. Going crazy, yeah. Well, that's all that happens. They say, um, man, I might have to say wrong. This is a bad plan and God laughs. You know, he will. He will. You, he, if you want to make God laugh, tell him what your plan is. People are like, ah, yeah, you man. thought bigger every time. Like, that's what I've learned. Every time he's like, ha, that's what you thought about yourself. Let me show you bigger. That's literally mm. like what I think about it and how I feel yeah. about it. Nah, that's amazing. 3,000 to 12,000. What happened? Like, what actually happened that, that day? You know, um, I made a reel that was like, um, it was um, a mashup of a voiceover and a throwback rap song. And it was kind of like, uh, first off, state and mind your business. But it showed like how a person would try to flip out, but then they remember it like, okay, God got me. I ain't worried about it. I did that reel early January. And I was traveling for work in February. Again, no lie. I went to sleep. And it might have been like I went from 3,200 and woke up to 10K. And I was like, whoa, what did it? And I have all these reels before that one. And I'm like, who was liking this reel? And people were just sharing that thing. Celebrities, everybody, all over the place. And I'm like, whoa. Well, who was the one that shared it that made it reach the million? Because at this point, it's at 2.7. And I'm like what but then when that happened it brought people to see some of my other content so then another one that i did that was a mashup and i think my my caption was like when you are saved but ratchet friend sends you a song for your playlist that one went crazy and the aggies showed up and showed out on that one because i had on an anti sweatshirt so the next thing i knew every aggie was sharing it and now that one i think is that like it's either either at a million or very close and then i just had a few others that just it, it literally just happened overnight. But that's why I tell people, even if you do a reel and it doesn't get the numbers, don't delete it. Because I had posted that reel a month before and it did something a month later that caused a ripple effect on my page. And sometimes you post the reels and it's what has been hard for me is I do a reel, it hits a million and then the next one hits like 4,000. I'm like, where y'all go? <laughs> right? <laughs> where y'all at? Like, what happened? Um, but I mean, it's it's a lot of it's all just about the algorithm and trying to understand it. And the truth of the matter is you probably won't ever. But it, what I started learning was just post during the times it makes sense. I hate to say it, but we're a society that we wake up. Some people may pray. Some people may do a devotion and then they get on social media. So post between, you know, like six and eight, but don't post it six on the dot or seven on the dot or eight on the dot. Post it like 821, whatever the case is. I, I had to learn all of that. And initially... You know, because me and you've talked about it. I used to post something and be like, post directly at this time on this day. This is what I learned. But then I learned that's not really necessarily the case. It's really more common sense than anything. Post when people wake up, post when they eat lunch, and post when they just get home. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I just post whenever, whenever my video is done. Because after a while, I'm just like, I'm not, I put so much work into a video, post it. 10 likes. I'm like, 10 likes? Yeah. Like, like, my mom likes all of it. I appreciate my mom. You know? But I'm just like, come on now. <laughs> my mama, if don't nobody else like my post, my mama and my brother, they gonna like it every single time. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's They're hilarious. Like it every single time. Uh, but I do want to go back into, because we might have younger listeners, mm -hmm. Aggie Pride. I went to A&T as well. 
Uh, talk more about the support of A and T and like why is this sell, sell someone hey. a young person is listening so sell a school for us. I'm finna I'm finna do it. So the one thing I learned, a lot of people are like, man, I'm so glad I went to A and T because it's something fun to say. But I genuinely am so glad I went to A and T. I can honestly say it was not my first choice. Um, my first choice was really Morgan State, and then my second choice was Clark Atlanta. And A&T was my third choice. When my father passed away, I couldn't see myself leaving my mom here to deal with it by herself. So I was like, you know what? I'm staying in Greensboro. I'm going to A&T. I can't make no mistakes. I mean, all three schools that I chose, I felt like were the illustrious. So it didn't matter. I was going to A&T. I go. I make connections with people. I meet people. Um, the, my favorite thing about A&T was just I met a lot of strangers who were like family to me now. You know what I mean? Like a group of us were just linked up yesterday. Now, don't get it twisted. Right. We wasn't celebrating. We were just all happy. We was off work yesterday. Um, That's right. A&T is like guaranteed family. Like, you know, when you cross that stage, and even if you don't, you know that you're going to leave from there and you have made connections with some real people who you'll never want to, like, lose touch with. And mm -hmm. because I'm already 18 and a half hours from my blood family, going to A&T gave me the family that I didn't even know I needed. And then on top of that, one thing about Agnes, I can't speak for no other school because I went to a &T. If we don't do anything else, we're going to support each other, like to no end. Um, when I started my craft business, a lot of my first few clients were all Aggies. Do I just need you to make me some blue and gold socks for homecoming? Okay, no problem. I'm making them. Because um, that's when I was doing the tie-dye stuff. And yeah. it's, it's just incredible how Aggies support Aggies. I've had people literally be like, I followed you because I saw you said you were an NCAT alum. Alone. Like you ain't even look at my content. You push follow because I had A and T alone in my like what? We that's how we do. Yes, it yeah. is. Like we we have each other's back and we really support each other. We really push. Um, that's why when you reached out, I'm like, oh me and Jelani go back. Of course I'll do the podcast. You had to ask me. You should be like, F, I'm putting you on for the podcast and you gonna do it. I would have been like, I'll be there. Um, but that's that's what that's literally what Aggies do. We have each other's backs and we help. We support. We promote. We show up. I don't know if you get that anywhere else because I didn't go anywhere else and I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else other than A&T. If, if yeah. it wasn't for the Aggies, man, they saw that A&T sweatshirt, they went nuts. <laughs> I like, yeah, listen, I, I, I listen. I gotta change. I gotta change my description, not description, my bio. NC A&T alum. That's all I gotta. That, that's no, my problem. That's probably you. You have listen. I'm still like people. I have literally had a woman reach out to me and be like, I don't even know if I can use Donna's recipe, but I ordered it because you're an Aggie. And you're an ambassador, so I, I ordered it. I support it, and I'm like, "Well, thank you, sister girl. I appreciate you." <laughs> like, wow, I'm changing it now. <laughs> listen, listen. The minute we get off this, I'm changing it. That's gonna be. In yeah, and listen. I tell anybody, you know, some people are like, "You don't need to put your college in your bio." Yeah, okay. I can tell you right now, a good bit of those followers I have are Aggies. If I, if I post something tomorrow, I'm like, can I get an Aggie pride? It'll go nuts. I'm yeah, yeah, I, I can I can see myself sharing it already. I ain't gonna lie. Cause that's that's what we do. We support. I mean, oh, you said A and T? Oh yeah, bitch. Share, reshare, repost, like, comment, send to everybody in our group chats. Absolutely, that's what we do. That's what's up. And uh, so real quick, I just want to get back into you talk about affiliates. Mm -hmm. I know you have, we know Donna Recipe already. I did see your page now. You have a couple more links on there. How, how are you? How is that going on? How's that going for you? It's going well. Um, I think with a lot of people, they assume brands will only reach out to you 
but this is a very closed mouths don't get fed situation. So Donna's recipe happened. Um, I'm also an ambassador for Grateful Apparel. I applied for that. And when you do that, they do come and they check out your page, they check out the engagement, the interactions, and they say, you'll be a good fit. You know what you're doing. Got that. Um, I'm. It's bad because like, I'm forgetting. But I'm an ambassador for The Balloon Effect, another creative clothing brand in, in housing Atlanta. I applied for that. They checked my page out. I was like, yo, you got good work. That'll work. Recently was able to land a deal. It's not, the link isn't up there yet because it wasn't working, but with Bubble Skincare. Um, it's a skincare line that just is like amazing. And they saw that I was doing more things with skincare and they sent me the PR packaging. I, I didn't ask for anything. They, they just sent it. They reached out and were like, we love what we send on your page. Do you mind if we send you some products? And they sent me their whole product line. Okay, cool. Um, another young lady up there, Madam J Beauty. She's one of my Donna's recipe cousins is what we call each other. And her skin is just always so flawless. And I reached out, I was like, Jessica, your skin is like beautiful. I need parts. She was like, I mean, you trying to be an ambassador? I was like, yeah, bet. And so <laughs> she sends me products and now, boom, got those two. Got to do a product review on those next week. So I can't remember who else is up there. I know Amazon. I, I am an Amazon affiliate. I became an Amazon affiliate because Jeline pushed me to become one. I tried yeah. Target, but Target, they be doing some other stuff. Oh, did they come out? At least you got one. At least you got one. Coming. Their day is coming yeah. because Donna's Recipe is in stores. And if you go on the Ulta website, and you look up some of those products, it's my face. So they're coming. Don't worry about it. Hold on, wait. Stay wait, on wait it's your face. What do you mean? Yeah, so Ulta website, because we are brand ambassadors and also hit the shelves um, in Ulta. Well, Donna's Recipe hit the shelves in Ulta. They reached out to the ambassadors to be the before and after pictures. And so we all submitted wow. pictures. And I didn't think I was going to get that. I had, I don't want to say I had the flu, but I, I think I had the flu. I was sick. I had been in bed for like three days. And our lead ambassador was like, hey, they want y'all's pictures. Show before and after picture. And I'm like, I got to get up and find me some energy to do this. And I did it. And I ended up being one of the ones selected. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was sick as a dog in that picture. But I can't remember exactly what products. I think it's the hair strengthening oil. I want to say it might be the shampoo and the conditioner. It might be the hair cream. I can't remember. But I know it's like three or four products. So if you go in there, you look at the before and after. My picture's on. Awesome. What? That's fine. Why'd you start with that? Come on, now you got your picture. Hold on. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm new here. I really, I really am. I'm new here. I'm new to this. And I really am trying to make sure like this stuff doesn't get to my head because as soon as it's given to you, it, you can do something stupid and it gets taken. Granted, I don't plan on doing anything stupid, but I just try to keep my head level about it. And at the end of the day, just like Tabitha Mind, I'm just a little girl from North Carolina. That's really how I feel. I'm just, I do you one better. Fantasia. I'm just a girl from High Point, North Carolina at that. I didn't expect this. And it's funny because a lot of my friends like will be like, yo, all your life, you, you've been like this. We knew that you had it coming. Like, this is you. And we're glad that your season is here. And I'm like, oh, guys, I'm glad you all are game. Thank you. Like, that's exactly. <laughs> all my friends are super supportive. Of course, family is super supportive. So, yeah, I just I rock my roll. Listen, you're doing a great job. You are being yourself. So are any other opportunities coming from this? I know you have the brand deal. We have a lot of content creation. What other things, other than being on this podcast with over you a know, million listeners? You know, you know, over a billion listeners on the best podcast in the nation. People don't know yet, you know. I'm glad the people who understand caught you before the world catches on. Um, I have been afforded an opportunity to be a, a part of a short film that will be coming out later on this year. Um, it's it's dope. 
is what I can say. Initially, I was trying to go to be like backstage person, learn a little bit more about producing because we did get afforded those opportunities. But once we sat at the first table read, one of the people who kind of helped put it all together was like, hey, look, we got all of our actors sitting at the table. So instead of doing auditions, what do y'all think about taking on these roles? And I'm like, I've never acted before. And everybody's like, Africa, that's all you do on your Instagram. And I'm like, whoa, easy, everybody. Wait a minute. Right that. It's, it's different, right? Um, but yeah, I, I was able to be afforded the opportunity and we did table reads and we rehearsed and we practiced and we practiced and we rehearsed and then we filmed. And that was like the best experience ever to be on set of a short film. I can only imagine if it was, you know, like a regular length movie, um, but it was just so much fun. The chemistry of the cast was amazing. The directors, the producers, amazing. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to what will come of it. So. I can't, I can't say most, but I, I can say enough. I can tell you it was produced by Brianna McCoy. I can tell you that. <laughs> and directed by Brianna McCoy. Um, but yeah, I, I'm super excited that people looked at me and said, you can do it. We believe in you and we choose you. And I was like, all right, then I'm going to do it. Yeah. No, no, no you, can, you can do whatever. You can why do whatever. Not? You said... You're, I think right right now you're setting your goals too low. It just shows with the 10,000, 50,000. <laughs> Listen, you got you got to shoot for the stars. You got it. Ooh, yeah. It, it, but I think like for me, even with the 10,000 in my mind, I've always, again, this is what happens when you see other influences, right? So you see them, they have these big homes and these elaborate bathrooms and kitchens and bedrooms and things. And I'm like, I ain't got that. I got 748 square feet and we're going to make it happen. Now, granted, I'm about to move because God said bigger and I said, okay, so I'm about to move. So it's different. Um, but I always thought that you had to have a certain aesthetic. You had to have the, and, and if you didn't have it, you couldn't be an influencer. All of that is wrong. Half the people who have the aesthetic, they don't have the aesthetic. I promise you they don't. It's, it's, they move this plant over here and rearrange that this way and boom, now we have a scene, but that may not be how they really live, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just, I, I, I don't know if I played myself small, but I, no, I, I'll say it. I played myself short for a while because I thought I didn't have all I needed to have. I, I thought I needed the deluxe camera and I, that's why I bought one. I thought I needed this, I thought I needed that to be able to create good content. Almost everything on my page is shot on this iPhone. Hmm. Wow. Also a plug for iPhone if they want to work with you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Apple. So I, I want to talk about one more thing because mm -hmm. I know you got to go. You're busy. She's busy, girl. She's busy. So we, we got we got to get through this. <laughs> but I just want to talk about one more thing because um, a lot of times your content, I know you talk about batch um, recording. Mm -hmm. so tell me the importance of that because me, I'm trying to record every single day, which is kind of hard, but tell the importance yeah. about batch recording. So what I've started doing is going to sound like I don't have a plan. I already know. Um, I'll check reels out. I'll, I'll go through different audios. And if, if it rocks with me, if it's something that resonates, if it's something I've I've actually felt or something I think or something that I'm like, yeah, that's something I would do. I'll save it. And then what I do is when recording days come, um, I'll record as much as I can in one day. Because it is, I did used to try to just go, okay, so today I'm going to record two. Tomorrow I'm going to record three. The next day I'm going to record two. That's hard. Whatever I can get out. And I do give myself a time limit. I'll say I have two hours to record as much content as possible and edit it in two hours. That's what I'm giving myself only so that I don't get so engulfed in this that I lose me. You gotta, you gotta set some constraints for yourself. So I'll say that I'll do it. 
Um, I'll put something in my story like, hey, y'all gonna see this outfit 13 times. Like every single one of them reels. I don't care. I was in the mood. Whenever those creative juices come, and then sometimes I'm done using all of the audios and I have moments where I have conversations with people and they'll say to me, that should have been a reel. And I'll be like, mm, okay. So some of the audio that I do myself that's original that has really done numbers, I did not know. <laughs> like what? Um, but the original audio, I'll just be like, a lot of that is a one shot. It's a one take. I'm like, I, I'm going to just say this and it's going to come out how it comes out and either it's going to work or it's not. Now I record it and I'm like, love it. If I were a follower on my page, I would like that. <laughs> I'm going to save this. I'm going to put it in cap cut. I'm going I'm to trim it a little bit. I'm going to take out the, the quiet spaces to make it like people see their content doing. And then I'm going to make it 2K, put it back on Instagram. So that's that's normally what I do. And, and batch record, it just saves so much time. And for me, once I start doing the recording, I normally like getting this groove. And so sometimes take this shirt off, grab a hoodie, take this off, move to the bathroom. Like that's that's <laughs> that's literally what it looks like. And I'll look outside my bathroom door and be like, look at all those shirts I wore today. But people, I mean, some a lot of the content, my drafts is full. Now I have learned the lesson of also saving whatever you've done somewhere else because when Instagram did that update last summer, I had recorded enough content for June and July and they did an update and all my stuff got gone. And I was wow. so hurt and I was not creating any content. And then my friend Chelsea texted me and was like, where the MF and content at? And I'm like, Chelsea, all my stuff is gone. She's like, redo it, make it over. Like, what are you doing? Where's Donna's at? She was on my head. And I appreciate Chelsea. I tell her that all the time. If it wasn't for her, honestly, I don't know. I was, when I lost all that content and I had edited it and I didn't save it, I had deleted it to make more space for the next time I was going to batch. Tight. Talk about discouraged. Yeah, well, what you got to do? You got to get an extra a little hard drive. You have one now? Or? I, I don't. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm still out here. I actually have I have a hard drive. I do. The issue is I need a new MacBook. Um, oh, it ran okay. out of some space. So don't worry. It's coming. I, I'm, it's coming. I'm going to get one of them. Um, but what I do now is just save it all to my phone. And I save it in CapCut. And of course, once it's in my phone, it's like in the cloud and stuff. So um, I go to my laptop. I import it there. Like I, I have my steps, my, my regular phone, and um, yeah, we we make <laughs> we, we make it work. <laughs> okay. Hey, they follow me too. They know. They know. They know. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they, yeah. Uh, that's that's how you do it. If you, I think batch recording, it's it's it, when those creative juices start pumping, don't stop them. Keep going. Like the same way writers get writer's block, I do think creators get creators block. Like I've had moments where I'm like, man, I need to get something out and I don't have anything. I'll post a photo. And it could be old. But you just gotta you have to stay, you have to stay present and you have to stay consistent. I've done it to where and I do believe in taking breaks too. You have to know when to take breaks. If you get too into it and you start to lose yourself in it, pull out. Go get you back real quick because it's easy. It's so easy to be like, yeah, it's it's just easy. It's easy to get lost in the social media world in general. But yeah, that's recording in breaks. I highly encourage it. And not deleting any reels just because they don't get any views or likes in that moment. Because you never know. You might wake up and have 10,000 followers. You yeah. never know. You never know. Hey, I think that's a great place to end it. 
Like I said, Africa's busy, so she got she got plenty of things to do. I got I got a very important meeting. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> no, but I do I do appreciate you coming on. Do you have any last minute words to tell the audience and also tell people where to find you? Um, yeah, so where to find me? Instagram, of course. F be like A F F B E L I K E E E. Three E's. Um, for TikTok, it's the same thing, but it's underscore F be like. For YouTube, it is also F be like. There's a lot of things going on with YouTube. I couldn't get it to figure it. I couldn't figure it out. I don't even know why. I'm a techie. This is what I do. I have a degree in it. Um, but I couldn't do it. Um, but my last few words, I want to say I'm proud of you. I really, really am. I think like one, yeah, we go back, but two, um, I see your work. I've watched like your reels and everything go from like your your simple edits to like I I watched your progression. And I kid you not, I told somebody, I said, if I ever get to the point where I can afford to just hire somebody to edit my stuff, if he's willing, Jalan is doing it. Like, he's going to be the one. And I, I'm saying it here, too, so people can hold me accountable, and you can, too. Um, when I make it, I know where to go. I'm, I'm really proud of the progress. I appreciate you for always pushing me. One thing I can say is, if you ever knew of something, whether it was how to become an affiliate or an ambassador or whatever, AF, I don't know if you know, but they got this. I don't know if you know, but they have that. I appreciate that. I really, really do. And all of the different podcasting that you have done from face to music to this podcast, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Like you're, you out here eating and it don't matter who don't see it. The world gonna feel it when it's time. I they you about to have me crying. We got, we got Eddie, Please, crying cry. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm <laughs> your flowers. You yeah. use this platform to get people their flowers and to talk about their passions. And this is something you're passionate about. And, Oftentimes, like you said earlier, you'll post something and get like two comments and 10 likes. That can be so discouraging, but you keep pushing. Like, do not stop. Do not stop. It. Whatever I you do. It. And you keep creating these 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 places for people to be able to come and speak about them and, and get their flowers, even in moments when they don't feel like it. Mm. You're appreciated. You really, really that, are. Angela. Yeah, we got to end don't this. Get, like I said, I'm about to cry. Get your <laughs> <laughs> all right but yeah we ended it right now i appreciate you coming on yes. everybody make sure you flood her instagram right now. flood her youtube her tiktok no, because she's gonna do stuff she's posting on her youtube pretty soon i'm gonna be messaging, messaging you like every other day to get you to do that okay i'm on the way i promise i promise i'm really trying to wait on this camera to come in i'm not even gonna lie because i'm trying to snap on youtube but yeah okay cool cool well i'm gonna be watching you if you need any tips I've been editing and all I that stuff. I got know. you. Oh, I already. When I get lazy, I know. I know where to find you. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Sounds good. But all right. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure y'all leave a comment. I already said spam Africa. Make sure y'all let her know that you love this episode. Um, my name is Jalon Abrams. Africa, unknown and talented. We're out. Thank you.